Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Careful making wishes in the dark, dark, can't be so Hey, I'm Trent Rush. This is Brandon Marsh, the Los Angeles Angels and 66ers baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Tori Hunter Jr. You're listening to the All Angels Podcast. And welcome to another edition of the All Angels Podcast. I am Dallin Garcia. And in this episode, we are going to take some questions on our Instagram. If you don't follow us on Instagram, make sure you go and do that right now. That is Halo underscore Haven on Instagram. So I have the Instagram set up in front of me. Um, and we'll take questions as people start rolling in, just started going live. But until then, um, some news to catch up on. We have not done like a information type of podcast for a while. We've had guests on and stuff like that. And that's been a lot of fun. Um, if you haven't seen the most recent or listened to the most recent podcast, make sure to check it out it's with Brandon Marsh, obviously the angels top prospect and a guy that hopefully will be able to at some point crack the team. Uh, if not this year, then definitely next year, but definitely a guy that to look out for. And if you don't know about the prospects, he's definitely one you want to look up. Him and Joe have a great relationship, and we talk a lot about that um, towards the middle of the end of the podcast. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, make sure you go back, download that, and listen, because that one's a lot of fun. So like I was saying, this is kind of like a information kind of catch up now that pitchers and catchers have reported. Uh, we are in spring training mode. Uh, to me, I mentioned this on the last podcast. This to me is kind of like the holiday season for myself. Um, you know, pitchers and catchers, spring training char- starts. That's kind of like the Thanksgiving part of it. It's nice, but the lead up is to Christmas. And for me, Christmas is opening day. So obviously opening day coming April 1st this year. And, but now, feel like we can finally start like the countdown for that now that pitchers and catchers are reporting. Um, but like I said, um, this is something that uh, I feel like we needed to do catch up on some things. Uh, last time we were on here was <laughs> actually the day before the, the Trevor Bauer signing. So it's been that long uh, since I've been on uh, Instagram live or anything kind of like this podcast we're doing. I'm doing right now. Um, quick shout out to Burke on instagram he uh said i watched your interview today amazing job thank you again go back download it on uh all angels podcast or you can go watch it on our youtube page just look up all angels podcast and it's there um you can see brandon and all his uh, caveman glory uh that was pretty awesome to do but kind of now moving forward to what's going on right now and again like i mentioned pitchers and catchers are reporting but i guess one of the bigger things that happened before that was the Angels came to terms with Shohei Otani avoiding arbitration. And, um, you know, it's kind of a good thing to avoid um, arbitration. Uh, if you guys don't know what that is, it's pretty much after your first couple years in the majors, you hit arbitration. It's your first chance to actually make some real good money. Um, 
you know, you kind of put out a number that you think you're worth. The team puts a number out there you think you're worth, that they think you're worth. Um, if you don't come to an agreement, then you go to what the obviously arbitration. Angels made uh, agreements with players across the board, like Andrew Haney, Bundy, um, and some other ones. Um, the only one they didn't come to agreement with until recently was Shohei Otani. So when you don't come into agreement, uh, kind of like I mentioned, you sit in the room as a player, the team sits in the, that same room as a player, the player puts out all, all his information on the table, say, this is why I deserve to get paid X, Y, and Z. Um, and then the front office, for the most part, kind of rips that apart and tells you why you're not worth that much and how, and why you're worth, um, what they think. And obviously, Hurt feelings can be involved in something like that, so you try to avoid that as much as possible. They went to it last year with Brian Goodwin, um, and Brian was awesome about it as far as coming out and saying it wasn't a big deal, it wasn't um, no hard feelings, but you just can't help to think that you know you might hear some things that you don't want to hear and, and kind of have those hard feelings. But the good news is the Angels avoided that. The good news is the Angels did not have to worry about that with Shohei Otani. They agreed. Um, to a two-year, $8.5 million contract for Shohei. So um, he's good for today or this year. He's good for next year. But that next year after that, it will be his last year of arbitration until he's a free agency. So um, until he's a free agent, sorry. Uh, So we'll see how how that goes. And a lot's going to be determined on what he does uh, this year and next year, obviously, this year. uh, Pitching, Madden came out and said that he is a full go. As we record this today on Thursday the 18th, he had a bullpen session reaching 90 miles per hour, which isn't bad. I mean, there were reports saying that he was hitting as high as like 95 in the offseason. Understandably, the Angels are probably slowly working him back, being his first bullpen session um, of the spring. So that's something to monitor. But, you know, 90, 90 miles per hour isn't terrible. Again, for his first bullpen session, he's going to obviously work his way up. And if you saw the video from, I think, Fox Sports West put it out on their Twitter, you notice a little band around his arm. Um, I guess that is a, to monitor how much stress is going to be put on that elbow. And so um, that's something to watch out for because uh, coming back from Tommy John surgery and everything that happened last year, I think the Angels are going to watch that closely. I do think the two years on his arbitration signing deal, the avoid arbitration, is kind of a big deal in, in ways that it seems like that's the two-year window right there. They're going to give this a shot, the two-way player thing. In my opinion, again, my opinion, I don't, I don't know anything for fact. After that, I think if it doesn't work out the way that Angel want it to be, then I think they will m- pretty much make him one or the other. I see them giving him a two-year, that two-year deal, giving him the opportunity to do that two-way player for those two years and see if he can actually do it and do it at a high level. Now, if he can and, and he's groundbreaking and he's everything a lot of people thought he was going to be after that rookie campaign, then great, and you keep it going. But if he can't stay healthy, if he can't produce one way or the other, then I think after those two years, you are going to have to see him um, one way or the other and um, you're going to see him do that and uh, make a decision. And then that last year arbitration, you're going to tell him, hey, you know, you're going to have to be a DH. Hey, you're just a pitcher. And then that will kind of determine where he's at at free agency. So um, that is something really to, to um, look at. That's something to really kind of pay attention. Um, something down here, yeah, a lot of new faces, bullpen full of power arms too. Yeah, the bullpen has gone through a full makeover. If you guys have not um, noticed some of the um, 
signings and also some of the departures. I mean, you got people like Keenan Milton, Cam Bedrosian, um, Justin Anderson, uh, Hansel Robles, Noe Ramirez. I mean, some of these guys that you saw take in tons of um, innings the last couple of years are gone. So new faces in the bullpen, something to watch out for. Again, Angels had the most blown saves last year. Um, and honestly, and I've said it, I don't know how many times, but if they close, if they convert a third of those blown saves, they are in the playoffs last year, and we could be having a totally different conversation of where this team stands right now. So you hope that they are able to kind of get that situated. Um, you know, you still have guys like Ty Buttry, who's kind of uh, who's a holdover. Um, Iglesias looks like he's going to be the closer, uh, sneaky good closer. Obviously, hasn't did not get a lot of attention out in Cincinnati because, well, of course, it's Cincinnati. But if you look at his numbers and kind of have that mindset of he is a, you know, just a player and you don't worry about where he came from, um, great numbers, especially in the hitter's ballpark in Cincinnati. So that's something to look forward to. Um, but yeah, a lot of just, it seems like a lot of new faces just in general for the Angels this year, um, pitching wise. And I can, as we sit here, I can probably pull up the roster and go through a couple of them. Um, you know, especially the ones that kind of caught my eye during the off season, because you know I don't think they had a huge splash off season. Obviously, you know you see the Jose Quintana, Alex Cobb, that kind of stuff. It doesn't, it's not sexy, but you know you you add some kind of depth and you have to see how it goes. Um, but I mean, you still have Felix Pena, Jose Quintana, like I said. Uh, Patrick Sandoval, hopefully some of these guys, Jose um, Iglesias, Haney, Cobb, uh, Alex Claudiud, uh, he's got a infection that I heard a couple days ago, so that we'll see how that plays out. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of names that are going to be interesting um, this season out of the bullpen. And I like kind of what they were talking about too, as far as giving getting guys that have different arm angles and signing those guys kind of like uh Tampa Bay was last year if you ever watching if you ever watch uh the World Series that was kind of like one of the main things they talked about guys coming at different angles and a pitcher or a batter never getting used to it because again the guys were kind of one innings and and gone um so we'll we'll see what happens um again we're taking questions here we'll go first question uh, on our Instagram at Halo underscore Haven, it says, "Will Halo Haven be making a trip to spring training this year?" Um, unfortunately, because of some circumstances, um, and just kind of the whole COVID thing, honestly, in general, if you've been to Tempe, if you've been to spring training in general, you understand how cool it is to go down to those bottom fields and see some minor league players, some guys that you might know practice and and have that kind of really, really uh, interaction with them close. You can, I mean, it's like going down to high school fields. You're that close to them. And also too, seeing the guys practice before game in the main stadium and just seeing guys go through workouts. Well, that is gone this year um, because of everything. It's like, literally they're going to let you in for the game and then they're going to kick you out just as fast. So, um, you know, didn't think me and my wife, obviously were thought about it. We did not see the purpose of going and spending all that kind of money and then not getting the full kind of um, experience, if you will. So uh, not this year, unfortunately, but definitely, definitely next year. 
everything's go back to normal. Hopefully we will be out there and we will have to make up for lost time. But um, we will move forward now. Another question. Is there any player left on the market that could be a game changer for us? I don't think I don't think a game changer. I don't think those guys I think those guys are gone. I think the the last game changer to sign was Bauer and you saw what he got for uh, from the Dodgers. And just by the way, Angel fans, how does it feel to be kind of uh used as leverage, it seemed like, but honestly I kind of figured that would be um the whole thing. The reason why he was posting the way he was, the way he was interacting with fans was kind of a leverage play but yeah Bauer was that last player that was on the market that could be a difference maker for any team not just the angels but um you do have guys on the on the market order Rizzi, i guess is still out there and he can help but um i don't think there's anyone out there right now that you that the angels can sign and you're going to be like okay they they took the next step I, there's no one out there right now uh rosenthal signed today with the A's, one year, $11 million. Um, would have been a great bullpen arm. Would have been awesome. But obviously the report's coming out that he really wanted an opportunity to be a closer this year um, and to kind of reset his value going into next year. He's only, I think he's in his early 30s. So if he goes to Oakland, closes out a bunch of games, is productive, um, he can get a pretty good paycheck next year. And honestly, if he were to come to the Angels – um, even if they did offer the same deal, um, getting that closer job would have been a lot harder with Iglesias kind of – I mean, the Angels haven't come out and said it, and they probably won't come out and say it until like opening day and he's coming in for the ninth inning. But it, it just seems like that's going to be the closer. Iglesias is going to be the closer. And, um, you know, uh, Rosenthal probably didn't want want a kind of like an easier path to that or saw more save opportunities from the Oakland A's who just lost, like we mentioned before, Liam Hendricks. Um, the A's also signed today in the morning. Um, uh, Mitch Moreland, I believe the DH slash first baseman. Um, so we'll see how that plays out and which brings me to my next topic or just kind of off the top of my head. Next week, we are going to be talking with um, Martin Gallegos, the beat writer for the A's. Uh, we are going to preview the A's. That's going to happen Tuesday on our YouTube channel. It will be out on podcast form Wednesday morning. And then come back Thursday and we are going to talk about um, what we think about the A's. I'm trying to get Chris on. Hopefully we get him on and we can talk about the A's and where we see them this year. So we'll start our AL West preview uh, again with Martin Gallegos, the MLB.com beat writer for the Oakland A's. And we'll start from there. Um, again, pretty busy. You know, it's gonna be interesting to see what they, what he feels they can do this year. They've lost some guys. Obviously, they gained some guys today. And if see if that makes a huge, um, a huge dent for them or a huge uh, up boost for them. Uh, can't believe we haven't heard anything about trade discussions for Herman Marquez. I am not surprised at all. Um, there's no, no, there's no real reason to make a trade right now of that magnitude. Um, you make that trade right now. You're still not guaranteed anything. You kind of want to slow play it. Um, if you're in contention for a playoff spot, a high end wild card division, then you can really start seriously talking about them. There probably is some little discussions here and there, but as far as serious discussions, I don't think so. Um, because then you're more, you're more guaranteed about certain things. So I am not, I'm not, I'm not really worried about the lack of trade talk right now. It feels like people are just happy to get into camp and, and get going. So um, 
Is Stassi going to be a consi- uh, as consistent as he was last year? You know what? Uh, Max Johnson asked that on Instagram. That's a really good question. And honestly, between Stassi and, and Walsh, um, those are the two biggest question marks I have coming into this year. If they can repeat what they did last year, um, Stassi is coming back from an injury. So we'll have to see how that plays out. Um, all reports early on is that he's going to be the starting catcher with um, Kurt being the backup. So he will definitely have the at-bats to either prove it one way or the other. Um, but I think the biggest thing with someone like Stasi is that you can't overreact to the first month, two months of the season coming back from an injury like that. Um, hopefully he can. And if he can, that's kind of that extra boost because when you have Stasi out there, you're not really um, expecting him to be like a huge offensive force in that lineup. But if he can produce that at, from like, I'm, I'm guessing maybe like the seven, eight, nine hole somewhere around there. Um, it, you'll definitely take it, but time will tell. And again, coming off an injury, but I would not overreact by anything, you know, with that. Um, and this is kind of piggybacking off of that. Um, do you think Pujols gets a lot of ABs this year or splits with Walsh? I think the initial, I think they're initially going to try to split with Walsh. I can see him breaking the team or breaking camp with the team. Um, but I honestly think Walsh is going to have to show something fairly quickly to keep it. Um, you know, but the same thing, I can say the same thing about Albert. If Albert struggles, they might just him being the last year of his contract say, Hey, thank you, but we have to move on in here. Let's give Walsh some more at bats. So that's going to be something really interesting to see. I personally want to see Walsh get more at bats. If you're going to t- ask me how I want to see that split at first base, um, I'm all about like maybe like a 65, um, was that 35? I'm not great at math. Uh, split for Walsh and let, you know, Albert obviously going to have to DH with Otani pitching, um, with Otani pitching, uh, um, every, what, six day now they have. So, um, for, for the at bats that Albert loses playing first, he'll definitely get, um, at DH. And again, we'll have to see how that goes. If he starts quick, if he, you know, Looks his age, which is very possible. We'll see how that goes. Which one, which one of these pitching prospects do you think gets called up first? Um, uh, the pitching prospects are young, man. I mean, Reed Detmers is probably the easy pick there because he is a little bit older. Chris Rodriguez is still fairly young. Um, you still need to see both the guys in actual games. Um, with the season, minor league season not happening at all last year, none of these guys have got any at bats or not at bats um innings throwing against pretty much live batting you know like yeah we we kind of talked about this with brandon on on the last one and his perspective about going against teammates and going against guys over and over again it's great you know you kind of get used to it but it's not the same thing as going against a guy in a different uniform the adrenaline's not there the, the you know all that stuff isn't there so it's gonna be really important to see these guys get to a minor league field get to a minor league mound and and see him produce that way but i think the easiest one i guess to say will be called up first will probably be reed detmers but i'm not looking for that to be in the first you know month two months three months four months like that's probably going to be if injuries don't if injuries don't come into play that might not happen this year and if it does it'll come at the end of the year so something to look out for but yeah i mean i think that's the easiest one um and then again, too, who you think wins the closer job? Angels are notorious for not coming out and saying who is going to be the closer until, like I said, until he gets the ball in the ninth inning. And then, okay, well, I guess that's the closer. But 
Raziel Iglesias, the one they picked up from Cincinnati, I think he is going to be the closer, hands down. At least he will get the first shot at it, um, and I can see him doing very well. Because like I mentioned before, if you know what he did in Cincinnati, he did very, very well. So, um, you know, that's kind of catching up a little bit. Again, we have um, some new some new faces. Again, some news that came out today. Um we have Taylor Ward playing catcher or practicing at catcher, which I think a lot of fans wanted to see that um, last year. I was wondering if he ever could go back to it. And if you guys don't know the history of Taylor Ward, he was drafted out of Fresno, I think it was Fresno State, as a catcher. Played probably about a season and a half in minor league ball as a catcher before getting um, shuffled over. I believe he went to first base at first, and then he went to the – third base, and then outfield. So pretty much he hasn't had a solid position since he made that transition. With the Angels' kind of lack of prospect depth at that catching position, a lot of people wanted to wonder, were wondering if he could ever make the move back. Angels were very hesitant to do that or even kind of mention it to a point where I think last year when um, they mentioned, I think, on some, some telecasts where um, a catcher got hurt, the backup catcher came in, and then they were kind of like, mentioning oh you know so and so and uh, david fletcher would be the backup emergency catcher and a lot of people were wondering well why not ward and it looks like that's kind of what they're trying to do now is make him even more of a utility guy again he can play third i don't think he can do it very well same thing with first um but he seems to kind of have a spot in the outfield rotation somewhere around there and that's going to kind of be a battle um for that fourth outfield spot um or even the third honestly uh outfield spot but Looks like he's going to be catching a little bit during spring training to maybe try to see if he can still do it. Um, the rap with him was that he wasn't a very good catcher as far as defensively. Um, new personnel, new management, new everything since that decision was made can change that. Um, but the catching position is really hard <laughs> to master. Like uh, You talk to anyone that, that talks about scouting. You talk to anyone that talks about kind of development of players, and they always say catching is always the hardest position, not only to – kind of project and see how a person is going to do, but kind of scout it because it, there's a lot to it. There's, there's obviously working with catcher or working with pitchers. And that's just something that I don't know necessarily if you can just outright say a person has it or doesn't. So it's something you have to actually see. I'd like to welcome our newest sponsor, eBay sneakers from rare dead stock to the latest releases. You can find the exact sneaker you are looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go if you want to cop that pair that you've been eyeing. And with eBay's guarantee, a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchase before they are sent to you. So you can shop confidently knowing your pair is the real deal. And for you sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 or more, making it free to sell or flip your collection. With the other sites charging as much as 25%, you're going to have a ton of extra cash left for, guess what? More sneakers. Check out ebay.com slash sneakers today. Again, that's ebay.com slash sneakers today. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And just around the corner, we have MLB Baseball. BetOnline covers everything from award shows, TV shows, and even reality TV. 
real-time updates, odds, and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. This is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. A new year is a new chance to focus on you. You're probably already picturing yourself struggling at the gym, but not all self-help has to mean suffering. Squeeze.com is making it easier than ever to elevate your wellness by delivering a juice cleanse right to your doorstep. It's the easiest juice cleanse you'll ever do that may aid in weight loss, eliminating bloating, clearing your skin, boosting your energy levels, improving sleep, and breaking bad eating habits. Meet all your health goals from the comfort of your home. Get free same-day local delivery or fast free delivery nationwide with code WONDERY today at squeezed.com. But the Angels have had a lot of moves, especially in the outfield. Uh, Dexter Fowler, last time I was on here, it was the Dexter Fowler signing. And with 
Joe Madden mentioning that he would love to see Joe start the season in AAA. A lot of people obviously drew the drew the line saying that, okay, well, maybe Dexter Fowler is that third outfielder. Um, offensively, has not been great, but a guy that Joe knows and obviously he feels comfortable with. Um, you also have some uh, other guys that could, you know, a uh, couple other signings they had with minor league invites, and they can kind of fight for, for position in that, like I mentioned, like the fourth outfielder um, spot if they're not ready to bring Joe up. But... Um, you know, Joe, Adele, Brandon Marsh, those guys are definitely the future. But I, I really like the idea of keeping them down in, in AAA until they're absolutely ready. I've said it before. Um, I was happy to see Joe up. You know, it's good for him getting that call up and experiencing all that stuff. Um, I felt it was a little rushed just because there was no minor league season. Like, I would have loved to see him go to AAA Salt Lake for a month, two months, three months, and then get brought up. But – because of the situation, no minor league teams were playing. Um, why not let him get some at-bats against actual MLB pitchers that he has not seen yet and, and let him kind of work through his struggles? We've seen him struggle. Now he's got a taste of it. Now let's see him change, adapt, and, and hopefully work at it and come back better. And, and I hope you know they don't rush him. I hope that he's able to mature um, down there. Same thing with Brandon. I hope they don't rush him either. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see how everything goes and during this spring training. But, again, really looking forward to um, seeing these guys play baseball soon. And, I mean, you know, some people are kind of hemming and hawing about the season, about the roster, about what who or what they didn't do this offseason. And I'm in the boat where it's um, completely fun, man. I, I am looking forward to it. Sign me up. I am dying to see some kind of baseball happening. And with, I believe, let me look at the schedule, pull it up. I think their first, yeah, their first spring training game is Sunday, February 28th against San Francisco. Um, but that's when it's all going to start. And and people that have watched spring training before know that you're probably not going to see a lot of the main guys yet. Um, usually those guys happen, I think it's like a week after they'll start getting more regular playing time and then, Towards the end of that spring training, they will play even longer. But it'll be a lot of fun to get out there. Um, as a fan, I recommend just kind of looking up prospects, looking up those other guys on 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 the roster on on the on what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, you know, in the organization that are going to get playing time that are going to be out there for spring training because in two or three years you, you might see him in the majors and you might be like oh i remember him in tempe or i remember him down in arizona uh it's crazy hard to get fox sports west i've heard that from a couple people um luckily for me i have spectrum and as far as i know we're good with that um crazy part is that fox sports west i don't know when they're gonna make the change but they announced it a little while ago it's gonna be like the Bally's Sports Network or Bally's Sports or something like that, something crazy. And yes, the Bally's that is in Vegas with uh, looks like they're leaning a little more towards the gambling aspect. Which, you know, for for some fans, some people, some friends that I know, they're gonna really enjoy that. Um, um, we'll, we'll see how that goes. It's hard because uh, because it's where I live. Yeah, that sucks too. That 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 kind of stuff determines on where you're at. Um, you know, and I guess this is one of the biggest things for MLB too is that when fans are out of market, you know, you're gonna spend crazy money to try to get that team you want to watch, you know, through their app. 
I mean, that shit's expensive. I'm flat out. Like I've looked into it for, um, I had a brother that used to live in Arizona. He would look into it when he was out there before he moved back to California. And it just sucks that MLB has not been able to somehow grow the game that way to get it out there and easier to more people. Um, I think that's, that's something they have to look as far as growing the game that way is making it easier for people to watch the teams they want to watch and watch the games they want to watch. You know, if the angels are off and you see a, a huge matchup, you know, let's say, you know, Yankees versus, you know, the white Sox cause the white Sox should be, um, pretty legit this year. Um, I, I would love to see that, but if you're out of market and it's not on one, you're, your um, you know, ESPN or one of the national brands, you're not going to be able to watch it unless you pay a crazy amount of money. So that sucks. That That is definitely something that I wish MLB would take seriously and look into and try to spread the game that way. Um, it looks like the rules are kind of almost going to be the same as last year. And I, and I see a lot of pushback on that. I guess the one big rule that people are pushing back on is obviously the runner starting at second base. I understand it. And kind of like what I said last year, I don't mind it. I wish they would start it, though, like in the 12th inning, 13th inning. Give the teams the opportunity to kind of win it the right way with, you know, with normal stuff. Um, but, you know, it looks like that's going to be there. The 17 doubleheaders I like. Um, it's quick. It's quick. You know, I, I kind of like that. It gives a different kind of feel to it. I'm not so old school that I need nine inning games all the time. Um, says, yeah, I moved from the IE to Arizona and the MLB app is a lifesaver free with T-Mobile too. There you go. There's a free plug for T-Mobile. We are not sponsored by T-Mobile, but if anyone from T-Mobile is listening, hit us up. DMs are open. But going back, uh, rule changes, no word on the universal DH. I was kind of hoping for that. Um, I like the universal DH. I think that's something that's eventually coming with the new CBA. Um, hopefully next year, the current one ends at the end of this season. Hopefully there's not a strike. Hopefully there's not a lockout and the players and the owners can come to some kind of agreement fairly quickly because honestly, um, this game doesn't need a strike right now. It's like the last thing it needs. And, um, if, if, if you listen to a lot of different like national podcasts, like ESPN or all that stuff, um, the sad part is it kind of seems like they're going down that road and it's just very unfortunate that it looks like that, but that's the last thing they absolutely need. Um, three patch, uh, three pitcher minimum looks like it's still going to be around. Um, that will be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, so those rules are going to kind of stay, stay around. I, I believe the, they're going to expand the roster by a player. I think they kept the 26 man, uh, roster. I think they're going to have taxi, uh, uh, squads, which is going to be really interesting because um, if you follow social media, if you're on social media and you're an Angel fan, you're, there's a probably a good chance that you're also following um, their minor league teams. Salt Lake Bees is their AAA affiliate this year. It has been for years. Their AA affiliate is a Trash Panda, uh, or the Rocket City Trash Pandas. Last year was supposed to be their first season. This year it looks like it will be. And obviously this big switch that happened this year for us local Southern Californians Um the high A affiliate, the Atlanta Empire 66ers got, you know, demoted or whatever you want to call it, um, to low A and the Tri City Dust Devils, Dirt Devils, Dust Devils, um, they're up like in the Washington area. That up there is now going to be the high A. So they got promoted to high A. The Atlanta Empire 66ers got demoted to low A. Um, but it looks like if you follow those guys online, they've all put out schedules. Now, 
what that means is look looks like we're gonna have minor league baseball to i mean it's gonna be hard to cover it if we're not able to go into the stands um we'll see what happens as far as letting fans in um well we will be reaching out to our Inland empire contact hopefully soon and seeing where we stand as far as press if you've if You've listened to this podcast forever, or if you've been on our Instagram before, you know that when it, everything was normal two years ago, we've got great access to the Empire 66ers. We got post game interviews with rehab star players. We've gone on the field. We've gone, you know, uh, in the dugout kind of uh, content for you guys. And shout out to Steve Went. Thank you very much. Um, now, with this new kind of coronavirus, COVID 19, aspect to it we're going to see where we stand if we can still get that kind of access or something along those lines maybe just at least get into the stadium and cover it that way but something for us to look forward to and obviously we will spread the word once we know for sure where we where we're going to be with the alien empire 66ers low a affiliate you probably won't see people like reed detmers in there which sucks because he'll probably start either at high a or double a right off the bat but with the high school draftees um warren blakely oh we interviewed him two weeks ago there's a good chance we will see him there um and those younger guys deshaun knowles a good chance we'll see him there so again if if you live in the inland empire you live around san Bernardino, you were able to get to those games i'd highly recommend um kind of brushing up on those younger guys because there's a very good chance you'll see those younger guys in inland empire and you can kind of see them grow through the system which is always for me some of the funnest stuff I've ever done is just watch guys grow. Um, obviously, we had the Jamai trade that happened while we were gone. Um, that sucked. That, that that was crap. I didn't like it. That was personal because um, you get to know them. You get to see them develop. But you understand why they did it. Um, uh, just tuned in. What do you think of the rotation slash lineup looks like? Well, I'm not going to be the guy that's like, I would put this guy in the four hole because he does this. Like, honestly, if you're going to go down through the lineup, um, I think it's kind of easy. I mean, I think everything's pretty set except for that outfield. But obviously catcher, because Joe Madden came out and said it, Stassi is going to be the starting catcher with Suzuki uh, backing him up. Um, And then obviously DH, you're looking at Otani. First base is probably the biggest thing you would see. I said it before, I would love to see Walsh get more at-bats than Albert, but it looks like you're going to have some kind of a platoon there. Second base, um, obviously David Fletcher, which is kind of weird. I look at him right now on their Angels app. They still have him listed as a shortstop, but I guess he's a little he's a man that can do so many things. Why not? But obviously second base would be David Fletcher. Shortstop would be Jose Iglesias, the pickup they got from Baltimore. Um, I, heard some, I have heard someone kind of refer to him as like a um, Anderton Simmon light good defensively obviously not to that level but offensively you can kind of expect the same thing um third base anthony rendon and anthony if you're not familiar with it or haven't heard uh anthony rendon mike trout i think rendon was what was he six and or ninth something around the line for the top 100 mlb um top 10 he was top 10 put it that way he was top 10 on the mlb ranking of players and also trout obviously number one so uh, two top 10 guys in the Angels lineup will obviously help. But he'll be be third base. And in the outfield, kind of like what I mentioned, is going to be really interesting. Obviously, you got Mike Trout in center field. You're going to have Justin Upton in left field. No matter how many people don't like it, he's going to be there. And in the right field, that's where it gets interesting because now you can put Dexter Fowler there. You can put Ward there. Um, you can get one of these non-roster invitees there, um, can compete and, and maybe get it. But 
I think that's the matchup of the off season if you're looking for or the spring training. Sorry, um, to, to kind of finish the lineup is that third outfielder and where it's going to be because I think everything else and you know I mean I I don't see a big competition anywhere else honestly you know they already mentioned catcher you could have said catcher could have been a competition with Suzuki but um we'll, we'll see about that outfield and 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 you know on here you're right if 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 Justin Upton can be healthy he he can produce it's just that's a huge if with Justin. It's been a huge if for the last like three years. And when he's healthy and he gets things rolling, he had a very sneaky good end of the last season, which for a player like him was really unfair. You look at last year's uh, numbers, very unfair to judge him on because as an older player, it might take him a little bit to get going. I mean, 60 games is not even half of a regular season. If he continues that kind of role that he started at the back end the last month of the season – you can see a very you could have saw a very productive Justin Upton last year. So hopefully with a new 162 season coming up, you're able to get more of that kind of stuff from him, and, and we'll see what happens there. As far as rotation, you know, obviously you have the kind of uh, uh, obvious ones. You got Bundy, you got Canning, you got Haney. I think those three guys are just are, are locked in no matter what, unless something crazy. And again, obviously with health, Shohei is going to be in there for like that sixth guy. Uh, you can see Alex Cobb being in there for depth and then Jose Quintana. Those kind of me kind of look like the, the six. Was that six? I think that was six. Guys that are going to get the opportunity to start uh, when the season starts. And then obviously I, I'm thinking you're going to see either Bundy or Haney with the opening day starter, probably depending on who's the most healthiest, who's the most stretched out, who's the most ready um, between those two. And again, opening day, March 1st. Um, I don't know about you, but for me, I treat it like a holiday. I take the day off, um, whether it is I got a call off, whether it's I can get the day off, I'm taking that day off and it's the same this year. Um, but we'll see how this plays out again. Not a lot of, um, you know, not a lot of big moves this year, but it seems like a lot of sneaky depth, depth play for the angels. You got to hope it pays off. Um, but I, you know, I, we'll, we'll see what happens, but with spring training, I'm not even worried about if this guy's going to pay off or that guy's going to pay off. I'll, I'll worry about that when it gets closer to the season and when the season starts. Right now, when pitchers and catchers report, I'm just happy to get baseball somewhat going on in um, in my life and you know get back to that kind of routine of putting a game on and and, and sitting down and watching it. And like I said, um, Golden Road going to be open. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they have a huge outside patio area, and it would be awesome if they opened it to something like that. But I, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, been there a couple of times. It was a lot of fun when I went there. But Golden Road is right there, right across the street from Angel Stadium. If you're not familiar with the with the area, um, it would be an awesome place to watch a game. And like I mentioned, huge outdoor patio. Um, would love to do like a pregame there one day on the podcast. Uh, maybe we start getting a little more subscribers, you know, tell a buddy, uh, get us a little more, uh, uh, notoriety. We love to reach out to people like that and see if we can do like a live podcast pregame. Um, so to kind of recap, um, we are going to start our ALS preview next week. We are talking to, I'm talking to Martin Gallegos, the Oakland A's beat reporter for the, uh, for MLB.com. Um, that's going to be Tuesday. 
You can watch it live on our YouTube page. Again, All Angels Podcast YouTube page. Subscribe, send an alert so you'll know when we start. And then the podcast will come out right after um, the next morning. And then we will be back that next day, or not next day, but Thursday. And I'm going to try to get Chris. Hopefully he can work out a schedule and we can talk about the Oakland A's and then anything else that kind of happened with um, Angels between now and then. Because by then you'll have a full squad workouts. So you'll probably get more information about some uh, competitions that are going to happen. And then, you know, we're into it, man. Twice a week. This is our first twice a week pod um, in a while. But kind of from here on out, we're looking at two times a week um, with the previews coming up this month and next month. And then once the season starts, I mentioned it before, um, doing one early in the week, um, like Sunday-ish, Sunday night after – because obviously those, a lot of those games are going to be like 12.30 starts, 12 o'clock starts. We can bust one out right after. And then another one kind of midweek, Wednesday, Thursday, depending on how um, the, the schedule is. If there's like an off day on Thursday, we'll definitely record on a Thursday. Um, but definitely looking forward to all that going going on. Uh, let's go. There's another one that says, do you know if angels are allowing fans in the stadium? I've heard 25% capacity. 25% capacity, so mainly season ticket holders and many plans. I don't know. The Angel Stadium probably would love to have people there, but I do not think that's their call right now. Obviously, the government, the California governor and all that, those people that make that decision, that's probably going to be on them. But I am sure on – I'm sure that they are have some kind of a plan set. But, yeah, I would think maybe – you know, season ticket holders, we're all going to get first dibs. That's why I'm kind of going to slow play it and see how it goes. And if I can get tickets for, you know, a game down the road, then great. I'm not going to try to overpay tremendously, maybe a little bit, but not tremendously to get into the stadium this year. Um, but hopefully we're able to get to maybe a couple games this year, um, especially if they kind of follow the plan that they have out in, in Tempe. Um they're selling quote unquote pods, so you, they're selling tickets in two, fours, and sixes, and those people are going to be seated around each other, and you know it's kind of like you sit up, you go get something to eat, you come right back to your seat. There's no kind of walking around. Um, how do we get Jose Moda to replace Ro- or how do we get Jose Moda to replace Rojas? I don't know. That is a that's another question that we probably won't know until they usually don't officially announce their broadcast team until like mid-march late march because they sometimes especially gooby he'll go out to spring training and 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 do some games um the early part of the games are usually simulcast like they'll have terry smith and um and uh uh, um, jose moda do the radio and um tv like at the same time and then gooby and those guys come a little bit later and so it'll be interesting to see how that goes but um, you know, Jose Motive, you know, if he gets the job, then that's great. Another guy that we know here that we're very familiar with at Halo Haven and All Angels podcast. Um, still, we are working on a live with him, um, coming up at the beginning of March, uh, to do something like this, a Q&A with him. So, um, look out for that. We'll probably be posting information about that pretty soon. Um, and one more thing before I wrap up the podcast, you might have seen it on our Instagram. But um, if you haven't, definitely go check out our Instagram at Halo underscore Haven. We are proudly and, and honestly, I think it's going to be a lot of fun um, going to participate in the inaugural World Pod Classic. 
Um, it's a fantasy baseball league organized by the guys at Sunday Leaguers, um, Sunday League Podcast. Uh, check it out. Uh, they're guys, they're kind of a more of a general kind of baseball stuff, but you know, uh, they're based out here in Southern California. Uh, check them out at Sunday League Podcast on Instagram. Um, tag them in our our latest post about the about the uh, fantasy baseball thing. So it's pretty much you know a bunch of podcasts, baseball podcasts. Some of them are team specific. Some of them are just kind of general um, MLB podcasts about, but kind of talking to these guys and we kind of have a private chat going a lot of guys are representing their team that they like um that they grew up with or they live by so that's gonna be a lot of fun again so the inaugural world pod classic um you know organized by the guys over there um at the sunday league podcast check them out again sunday league podcast um and, and we'll 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 see how it goes you know i like i put it on, the, on our uh story i'll try not to suck but um you know Man, baseball's hard. Fantasy baseball is hard. It's every day, so we'll see how that goes. Oh, those guys, uh, those guys from the Aztec League, right? I from the Aztec League. I don't know the specifics of their league, but um, they're cool, man. Like you listen to the podcast, they had one that just came out today. Um, they kind of talk about the first part of their podcast talks about the league and, and all that stuff. So um, I'll probably be jumping on their podcast. We'll probably have those guys on here, and then we might even um, we even might have some of the other people that are playing and kind of talk a little fantasy baseball here and there, a little segment um, here and there talking about fantasy baseball. But again, so that's going to wrap up this edition of the All Angels Podcast. Again, we'll be back Tuesday on our YouTube page. Subscribe to that, All Angels Podcast YouTube. And we will be talking to um, we will be talking to uh, Martin Gallegos. I don't know why I keep on forgetting his name. Martin Gallegos. He's been on here so many times. Sorry, Martin. Um, about the Oakland A's, and we'll start our AOS preview with him. Um, and then we'll come back and talk about it. But we are in it. Pitchers and catchers reporting. The full team workouts are coming up really quickly. Spring training. I can't wait. This is going to be a lot of fun. Again, spread the word. Help us get this bigger and, and going and, and get more fans connected, not only through our podcast, but our Halo Haven page on Instagram and on Twitter. So, I am Daniel Garcia. This has been another edition of the All Angels Podcast, and we'll talk to you later. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.